Welcome to iPet Network and Educating Tony. And on this podcast, we're going to be looking at time management. Quite a lot of our training providers have asked about time management techniques uh, and a little bit about work-life balance. So um, I'm not got a, a speaker this week, so I'm going to come over with some key areas. So first of all, spending your day in a frenzy of activities often achieves less because you're dividing your attention between so many different tasks. So good time management lets you work smarter, not harder. So you can get more done in less time. That's easy to say. Um, we've all worked busy lives. We've all got lots of things going on. But here's a few easy tasks that you can, or easy techniques you can put in place to free some of that time. And just remember, time flies, but you are the pilot. Time management is about arranging and controlling how you spend your time. And it's also reviewing different techniques and certain softwares that can help you achieve what you have planned and what you've planned to get undone on time. So your first tip from me is stop making excuses. And and I can be the world's worst for this sometimes. It's this key when selecting tasks, which jobs you want to do, which jobs you don't want to do, you know, which tasks are next, which tasks are not next. Um, you may have to deal with an urgent unforeseen activities um, uh, that come in. But really what we do is we sometimes choose the things that we like or the things that we find we think are easier rather than the larger tasks that take more time. One technique is how we actually prioritize your work and your home life as well. So the key things are um, four elements. You can split your tasks into four different elements. So for example, the first one will be urgent and important. So th these things like last minute demands, deadlines you got to done, you, you need to do. So if you have lots of urgent or important activities, identify which of these you could have foreseen, which could have, which which have come up that you could have actually got rid of beforehand. Think about how you could schedule similar activities ahead of time so they don't become urgent. So if if things become urgent, why are they urgent? So reflect on that. Why has it actually happened? Um, and how could you actually change that in the future? Not urgent, but important. You know, work planning, personal goals, recreation. These are all important, but maybe they're not as urgent. Make sure you have plenty of time to do these things properly so that they do not become urgent. So for an example is, if you want to do some teaching planning or planning for an induction, and you leave it the day before, it becomes very urgent, it becomes very rushed. You've not given it enough time. If you give it a little bit of time, plan that in, actually, you're saving yourself time. Well, look at that uh, a little bit further on in the podcast. Also remember to leave enough time for your schedule to deal with unforeseen problems as well. Some people don't leave any time to deal with any uh, emergencies. That's easier said than done, but actually it's a way of actually working um, on a timetable. Urgent and not important interruptions, phone calls, emails, other demands from other people. A common source of activities is other people. Uh, sometimes it's appropriate to say no, and it's a very difficult time to say no, but you need to encourage problem solving from other people, especially um, going forward in a very busy way. I'll give you an example. Um, the barbers that I used to go to, and I'm talking about human barbers, not dog groomers, but barbers I used to go to, they used to always have massive amounts of people waiting. They had to close the door. They had people waiting. They would never finish till 45, 50 minutes over their time slots. COVID comes in. What do they do? they create a booking system. So you just go on the app, book when, when time you want, um, no one's in there. They finish on time. They're taking exactly the same amount of money. They've not lost anything. They know when they're finishing. 
that actually is working smarter. And what that does is gives people time slots. It changes the mentality. They still have to say no to people who walk off the street. But in reality, once they've said no once and they've got the app, um, most people then fall in line and, and kind of uh, get that process. So think about that. That's a really important one. And the last one, but not least, is not urgent, not important. Social media browsing, procrastinating, talking about things, doing things that actually produce no outcome. Um, so these activities are just a distraction. Avoid them if possible. If people see that you are not clear about your objectives and boundaries, they'll often avoid you. You know, uh, they'll often avoid asking you to do the, the the not important things. You know, activities in the future. So people will come and talk to you if they don't know. Look, between these hours, I'm marking, or between these hours, I'm doing this. Can you like solve the problems yourself? So that's a, that's kind of a four way looking at it. So it's urgent, important. Not urgent, but important. Urgent, not important. And not urgent, not important. And I would say that not urgent, not important takes up quite a bit of our time. Things that we possibly, and there's an old saying as you go into social media and you be get into a wormhole of looking at things you really don't need to look at. So let me give you a couple of examples then of how that really works. Example, student induction. Okay, how much could be created so that you don't have to repeat yourself every time? That takes a bit of time. What could you send out prior to reduce um, problems going forward? For an example, student e-portfolio video. We, we've sent out to you all on, uh, on YouTube. Do you send it out on an email to them saying, watch this please, look at this, look at the, how it works before you actually come in and ask me the questions? And also, how can you embed knowledge before they arrive? I want you to look at the, the Welfare Act. Um, here's your portfolio. Can you make sure you do these two questions before you come in? That actually takes a bit of planning, but really actually saves some time. Uh, again, on your student induction, what could be included to help manage expectations and reduce potential problems going forward? This is when you can email me. It's not 8 o'clock at night when you're stuck on a question. These are the key things that you can put in induction. And also, how do you develop student knowledge? When you're giving a demonstration, let's say you're clipping a dog, how much do you talk compared to student questions? So there's an 80-20 in teaching where it should be 80 the student, 20 the teacher. For example, if you're grooming a dog and you're telling the students what you're doing, why couldn't you ask them instead? What am I doing next? What are the risks? What's this blade number? You know, um, what are the dangers? What are the welfare things we need to think about? This way your time is spent developing and testing knowledge, not just demonstrating. And you're actually doing two things at once. Remember, if you can delegate things, that's great. But the, the key one for me is developing problem skills rather than firefighting skills. Develop people around you if you can. Sometimes we think it's easier, oh, I'll just do it myself, you know, but it does not help your business, it doesn't help your grooming, it doesn't help your, your home life. Having a multi-skilled team or multi-skilled people around you helps with motivation, can help with retention, and actually encourages teamwork. So, that, you know, that's an easy way of looking at things um, to be able to develop people around you. Um, one of the things that I got off the NHS was all about emails. And that's an interesting one, isn't it, off the NHS on time management. But they practiced the four Ds on emails. So the study found that one in three kind of workers in offices suffer from just email stress. Just too many emails, and I'm sure you get the same. Making a decision the first time you open an email is crucial for good time management. So Emma, who is the person on the NHS, she uses the four Ds. Delete. You can probably delete half the emails you get immediately. Do. If the email is urgent, 
do it quickly do it there and then delegate if the email can be de dealt with by someone else have someone else for an example registrations for uh, e-portfolio can they be done by somebody else uh, uh, queries on co course costs C have you got a template set up that already gives you all the course costs and, and, and how you can send it out rather than writing an email time and time again and defer set aside time to spend on emails uh, that will take longer so you might put a slot an hour a week just to deal with emails so th that, that's an NHS 4Ds and it's a simple one you know delete do delegate or defer one of the last things I want to finish on this uh, little podcast is, is to-do lists. Now, we all think, oh yeah, I'll, do, I'll do a to-do list. I've never got time to do this, something's happening. But it sounds simple, but it actually can work. When you write tasks down, you're more likely to own them and do them. And it's called a psychological contract. This also helps with you know, making sure that things are urgent or important or giving them dates to do. You know, there's lots of things, you know, lots of technology out there that can help you. So on the ePortfolio, for an example, there's a task, uh, my task on the front screen of the tutor and the center uh, login. And you can create a load of tasks there that you want to do. Um, and that's like a, a little to-do list. Um, Remember the Milk is an online software, but there's lots out there. You know, if you go onto your um, uh, Android or your Apple or iOS, you know, and go to your stores, have a look at time management, to-do lists. There's loads. And do a little bit of research. Watch a couple of YouTube videos. See what one works for you. One of the simple ones that I do is that I put all the birthdays into my calendar with a week, with a week reminder. So a week before anybody's birthday, boom, they get, I get a week reminder. Now then I decide, am I going to give them a Facebook message or am I going to buy them a real card? And, you know, that's for me to make a decision. But also, I use a paper list, you know, um, is a, a little book that I write everything down, uh, I put some dates on it, and then tick them off when they're done, um, and that's you know a simple technique. But remember to uh, to add time to make it happen. You know, you might want to say every Friday at such and such, you're going to write down the task for next week, whatever. Because otherwise, if you leave it, you're more likely to take it home. And one of the other things that people were talking about or asking was about work-life balance. So let me give you a few little tips on work-life balance. First of all, how to be happier. Now, I wish I had the magic cure because I'm sure you could, everybody could write a book and it would be a great seller of how to make you happier. But there is a few little techniques. First of all, enjoy yourself. You know, simple activities, watching the Olympics or sports with a friend having a soak in the bath or, you know, meeting up for a coffee. Do something that's good for you. So, you know, cooking, dancing, you know, enjoy yourself. Have a little sense of achievement. You might want to do a little bit of, I'm going to cook a different meal tonight. Cause, you know, or I'm going to, I'm going to go out and have a coffee at lunchtime today rather than just sitting and, and, and scrolling through my phone. Think about enjoying yourself. Boost your self-esteem. The best way to improve your self-esteem is to treat yourself or treat a value uh, like you treat a value friend. It's a positive and honest way. You know, if I get all these things done this week, I'm going to buy myself X on Friday. Might not always have the money. You don't have to buy anything ex 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 extravagant. You know, the other day, um, me and my wife went out and we decided just to have some uh, a Starbucks iced coffee. You know, six quid. Yeah, we, we, it was not a big treat, but it was just something we wanted. You know, we worked hard all week. We just popped out for a coffee. Simple as that. Sometimes you can boost your self-esteem. Have a little healthy lifestyle. You know, um, we, we hear this all the time. And, and there's a couple of things you can do. Reduce alcohol, you know, eat better and exercise. 
you know, I'll give you an example. This is my regime, and I'm no health guru in, in any shape or form. But I do 15 minutes Pilates in the morning when I get up. Use YouTube. I can do it in the house. I don't need any equipment whatsoever. I only drink at the weekends with, with alcohol, and I always try to drink with, with food as well, as best I possibly can. You know, quick recipes. One of the things that uh, we do is we try and w minimize the waste. We've got two young boys, and you get a lot of waste in food sometimes. So we try and cook on a menu and shop for a menu. But you can do simple things, you know, like you get some halloumi, chop it up, slice it up, pan fry it, a little bit of spinach, put it on a bun. You've got, you've got a healthy burger. It's literally 10 minutes. So, you know, sometimes you can choose very simple things, you know, where other times we're spending a lot of money picking things up or buying takeaways that possibly we wouldn't need that doesn't always make us healthy. And the last, you know, last tip I'm going to give you is, is get enough sleep. Really important. You know, sleep boosts so many different things. Boosts your immunity. Sleep can help with weight loss. You know, sleep helps boost mental health. Sleep prevents diabetes. You know, it's a really important one. Don't rely on caffeine or energy drinks. They're the short-term pick-me-ups. Um, they may boost your energy, uh, but actually, really, they're not great for... Uh, long-term sleep patterns you know I know it's always easy to say I'll get some more sleep but you'd be surprised how much sleep really uh, is involved so look that's a quick little podcast I'm going to do an another one as well to, to boost this one up with some more different techniques so remember you know consider urgent important you know um, what are you doing that you shouldn't be doing you know how can you plan things better you know are you putting any time in uh, for induction uh, for your students, what are you actually doing? Are you trying to minimise the disruptions? Think about your emails when you do them. Definitely get a to-do list, you know, and enjoy yourself. Be happier um, and reward yourself. And think about and one of the key things that uh, uh, you you can do, especially if you do uh, knowledge sessions, is you can do do what's called peer marking, where you get the group once you've done the questions to actually help and mark each other now that's a really easy way but the best way to do that and the best outcome is is to say right so swap papers let's mark each other's work I'm going to give you the answers yeah and then you swap them back they've got ultimate feedback that students learnt it in three ways maybe in the, in the salon through demonstration they've actually then researched the answers and answered them and they've marked somebody else's work that is three times they're going to get that knowledge and then hopefully that will stick you know their, their assessments will be um, uh, easier faster quicker you know and that will take a bit of pressure off you look there's some few tips hopefully you know um, you can take one of those from it try not to do all at once because you know you can't have your cake and eat it but you can have a slice and then you can actually do more things from there look this is ipet network tony and educating tony actually hopefully i've done a little bit of education for you today look forward to some of my future ones on time management um, and first aid maybe on diversity lots of different things are coming up thank you for listening oh thank you